Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. I was up north uh, at the weekend. Oh yeah, did you find Jeffrey? Jeffrey yeah. Donaldson. No, I didn't uh, find him. Right, you'll have to wait for him the next time. Yeah. I started thinking about how they must be kind of slightly addicted to stress up in the north. Hi. Well, because everything is always so tense. Like we have, we have, we have troubles down here. Yeah. But we kind of, they're different. There's a different tension up there. The the, the Scots were transplanted. The the Ulster Scots were transplanted mm-hmm. in when in the 1600s. Uh, religious lunatics, like strict, mm-hmm. strict, strict Protestants, and they were injected into a land of defeated Catholics <laughs> and they just brought trouble with them from the get-go and I just think from that moment the North like we have trouble like we had the Civil War down here in the, in the 1920s mm-hmm. and that was uh, it, that was bad but it wasn't stressful mm-hmm. do you know what I mean we weren't on shooting each other uh, but it was kind of a, it was an easy going war mm-hmm. where you just you know, if you had to shoot your cousin you'd shoot him you wouldn't yeah. make a big fuss just, or move, on, just yeah. move on but the boys up North seems to be just there always seems to be somebody is upset about something and it must, yeah. the central nervous system of the people in the north must have just got addicted. I think their stress levels are higher. Fuck, they just, they love it. But even the accent, you take a, a Carlo or a Athlone accent or, or Tullamore and it's kind of, you know, there's a kind of easy feeling to Softness, it. There. Yeah. There's kind of, Hector, is that yourself? How are you getting on there? Sure, come on in for a I cup got, of tea. There's no problem here. Where's your father? Is he out the back? Is <laughs> I he? knew a woman who knew your mother. I did, I knew her. Where well, Did I meet her in Furban? Or you did, I remember that night, right? <laughs> that was some crack. The night yeah. we had, do you remember we were drinking for four days and poor old Johnny threw himself into the river at the end of it. I was a He's a great man. He's a great man. So even when they're talking about sad stuff, it's, it's kind of right, just like, ah, oh, yeah. Sure, my mother and my father and all my brothers and my cousins and my aunties and my uncles, they all died in a plane crash. <laughs> ah, but sure, look, you just get home with it, don't you? They don't even pronounce the <laughs> well, look, word. Well, look, they were coming back from the Canaries. They're a week in the Canaries before it happens. They take so, out half the letters. The so words. Want, as, my, as, as uh, one of my relations who wasn't killed said, sure, they want to hunt the Ah, that was what we were saying. So, do you know what I mean? The, the, there is a softness and, and a, you, there's a, just a relaxation and to John, it. John and Cock and you would talk, Cock and Kerry, to be kind of a, it'd be, it'd be funny clipped, it'd be fast paced, but it'd be kind of an optimism in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're quite happy to be talking to you. Do you want to be happy to be talking to you? Are you going to Listowel? Are you going to Listowel? Hector, have you one for me for Listowel? 
there's kind of this. Yeah, and then I love it. The Claire, Claire, Claire. What's just, Claire? Claire is Claire. Last Sunday, Claire took on Limerick, and I swear to God, there was no dinner cooked in our house because my missus was like, there'd be no dinner cooked. Ah, the dinner. Come on, Claire. Come on, Tony Kelly. Come on, Tony Kelly. Over the bar, Kelly. Look at Tony Kelly. 16 pints for Tony Kelly from Bellier. On the banner, Jesus Christ, there's some crowd in Cusick Park. Look at them, 18,000 in Cusick Park. On the banner. Yeah, the clear accent. So there's yeah, a kind of, you, you know what I mean? So even Irish people can be depressed, uh, suicidal, uh, traumatized. But the accent is always, just, when you, once you cross the fucking border. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Why the fuck would you be saying that to me? The fuck? I fucking shit the fucking hair, you. You stupid fucking cunt, you fiend, you fuck you. You fucking machine, you can fucking Jeffy Dollars can die. What the fuck are you going to do about that? What the fuck? <laughs> It'll nearly break a window. Oh, It'll break a window with us. Aggression, aggression. And you go to Johnny Gall, Johnny Gall, who's going on there, sorry? I wish I'd go down near the back when there was the bad in the back. And it's a fucking, it's easy. But once you're caught, get the fuck you, get the fuck you! What the fuck are you going with the fuck? Your room's fucking ready. <laughs> the fucking room is ready. I want an early chicken. Do you want to hear the fucking starter? Are you having a fucking starter? A fucking late chicken. Yeah, do you want, <laughs> what, do you for, what do you have for dessert? You fuck you. Fuck you, you late chicken. Um, there's always a, yeah, it's always broken up there. It's always fucking Hassled. nothing to be fixed. Where, who's the, I love that lady from the Alliance Party. What's her name? I, I only seen her for the, the first. She's, by God, she's got a great future ahead of her talking. She is good. She's good. I like Naomi. That's Shut out. Hector, that's because she's got red hair. and you, Yeah, I suppose. And she's different. And she's Alliance. What the fuck's going on with the Alliance party? Why is she different? Who are they and where have they come from? Oh, this is really Oh, shut up, Tommy, will you? <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. You're auditioning for the Brendan O'Connor show every week. Every you're, week. You're trying to crowbar. Shut up. You know, up. What? You know, you know what? the beautiful He's thing? putting together a little... A little you know the beautiful thing is, in those DUP seats that were the DUP seats, it's now full of fucking Sinn Feiners. Those seats that were the bums of DUP that sat in those seats for fucking 40 years. What the fuck is the Bill Shankly he's doing now? (laughs) (laughs) The bums, the bums. He's gone straight to The bums on those seats in Stormont. And if I hear the word fucking protocol again, I'll puke. Okay. Dummy, um, shut up! So just because you're up Belfast? there gigging, so, and so, so shut Bel- your mouth, the two of you. I've travelled all over the world. You, you think he's no Belfast? I fucking know Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. It's a fucking it's a Thai restaurant right. on Falls <laughs> Road. Isn't the it? two of you. I think you're there. What? Shut your mouth! It's the best fucking Indian in fucking the Falls Road. You tell me down the fucking Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. I got a body chicken for the Kuala Lumpur last night. It fucking burned a hole up me. And then the Wizard of Oz. The fucking the Kuala Lumpur. Oh, Palumpus. A fucking in Peking, China. That's where I'm going tonight for Peking, China. Upa <laughs> Lumpur is the capital of Qatar. Um, no, you're right. There is a... I love that accent. How so are they up there, Tom? They're, they're, they're all good, but I went out to see Ed Sheeran's uh, set. So we were, we were gigging at the same time. Uh, obviously. About your road, was it? Yeah. So in a field in Belfast, um, and it was just the, I, the size of the set when... He, it's just, it's a fucking empire. Now, is this the one that was in Dublin? Yeah. yeah. So you got two of them made. Mm. Um, and so when w- it takes four days to put it up, each one. Um, maybe three or four days to take down. It has something like 72 trucks. Stop. Uh, it looks like a sprawling fucking... Remember you two did the spider years yes, ago or something? Yes, Europa. Like um, so I went out in the afternoon to have a look at it. <clears throat> and I was thinking to myself, he has a strange life, Ed, doesn't he? Like he's bringing, 
he's I was looking at the cup final on Saturday or Sunday whatever day it was on and it was 90,000 people there and Ed is doing five yeah. days there mm. it's just mad, all it? that, that that for one person like yeah you know. bringing all that kind of hyped up energy to people and I was thinking about his audience then and I don't know much about the Ed Sheeran audience but my notion is that at the moment right now it's mainly 15 year old girls so when he walks out on stage he's he's hourly he has to be prepared for that kind of screeching and screaming and that kind of Beatles Elvis high pitched Mm. relentless adoration Estrogen Express (laughs) Estrogen Express (laughs) And then I was thinking of Ed's career over the next 30 or 40 years and those fans will stay with him. Mm. So if Ed comes back to Belfast in 10 years' time, all those 15-year-olds, they'll be 25. Huh? Yeah. That'll be a bit more interesting for him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a field full of 25-year-old young ones. He won't be shouting as loud. No, but they'll be kind of, they'll be... He might hang around for a few drinks. After. <laughs> and and how, do, how do the boys on a Westlife boys feel now? No, well, you see, that's the thing. I used to be a Westlife fan, but I wouldn't probably go and see them now. Then when... So Ed is nearly 30 now, so he's playing to 15-year-olds. And he'll be, <laughs> he'll be 40 playing to 25-year-olds. They'll be cracking that. Yeah, oh, they'll be fucking cracking that. And then he'll be 50 playing to 30, a field full of 35-year-old women. Sure, love us. Oh... Women are at their peak around 35. Prosecco so, yeah. and cava oh. and fucking. I'll drive. There's I'll a, drive. Because there's six of them in the back. There's a glint in the eye when a woman is 35. Like, she's still playing the game, but she's no idea she's lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> then, when Ed is, when Ed is 60. Yes. He'd be playing to f- a field full of 45 year old women and that'll be tense. That'll be, <laughs> they'll be trying to have a crack. He's not as good as he was. He'll have to start there, earlier. Where are the toilets? But yeah. Uh, the mount, oh, that'll be, they'll probably be, they'll be uh, yeah, they'll have to have a bigger field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think it's going to get dangerous for Ed when he's 70. And he's playing to a field of perimenopausal 55-year-old <laughs> women. Now, what happens sometimes to some women is they feel violent during the menopause. Right. They just they have Tom this here. fucking anger right. and this desire to fucking Kill. smash shit. But they've no idea where it's coming from mm-hmm. and they've no idea how to release it. So they'd be going down to see Ed Sheeran in the field in fucking East Belfast. And Ed'll be coming on and they'll be throwing plates at him. Yeah, you fuck you! You stupid fucking cunt! Fuck off! What's wrong in my life? Ed! Fuck you! I don't know what's wrong in my life, but you're not fucking helping! You're <laughs> fucking ye! You're starting to put the voiceover now on the yes, travel show. Yes. And how's that going? Great. I uh, So do you look at the pictures? Do I feel it, special when I'm doing the voiceover? I drove to Mount Bellew into a bungalow with Evan. His mother's <laughs> his mother's had a hospital Lord Rester. She's had a bit of respite in it in Lord the nursing. So we'll go back on that. <laughs> His mother would said, you, would you, his, his mother, you would say yes. Lord, you would say Lord Rester when they're still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. Do you mean God bless her? Hang on, Evan's God bless her. Ev- Ev- fair, fair play to her. No, yeah. hang on a second. I'll take it again. So, do I feel special? I'm doing the voice. So, I had to go to Mount Bellew. No, actually, we're leaving all this. I'm in, going so. in. I'm going. <laughs> Evan's mother, a fine woman. God be good to her. God be good to her. Just back at a hospital. And oh, uh, fair play. And uh, she's a mighty. She's not dead yet. No, she's a mighty woman, and she's she's having a little bit of respite in Montpellier. So Evan texts me, he says, "Can we do a voiceover?" I says, "Where?" Because we normally do it in a car in a petrol station. And he what? says, 
We sit on the two laptops in a car and a petrol stuff. And then you can hear this in the <laughs> background. I don't zoom, think. You, you zoom, see, so do zoom. I feel special? So hang I, on, you do the voiceover for the chat show in a fucking layby. We write on, it on laptops. We don't record it there. We write it, and then it goes off to gets translated by these translation people. Then they send it back to us. Then I go to a recording studio in Dublin and I record the voiceover. But we write. Why it. don't you just write it in Irish? Because you can speak Irish. Yeah, but it has to be translated perfectly. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but you're saying oh, you're speaking it. He's getting very defensive. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to sweat. Don't ask any questions. I'm starting to sweat. He doesn't even speak up. Irish. <laughs> he just reads it out. He just fucking reads it. He has no clue what he's saying. I bet they use Google <laughs> Translate. My secret's down after 22 years. I don't speak a word of fucking Irish. <laughs> so, so let so go back. No. So you. Yes. So you. No. You write it in English. Then it gets translated into yeah, Irish. Yes. Because it has to be there's grammatically certain, perfect. There's certain grammatically correct because it's very technical. If we're going Pay to... what? Technical. Shut up, Tommy. You I can't even speak English. I, okay. I got home at... That'll be awkward with fuck off, Tommy. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, let's be clear on this. I got home at fucking three o'clock this morning, right? While your man here, both of us were doing a gig. We'll get to the gig in a minute, but I only got yeah. into bed at three o'clock, right? So shut up. No, but I'm, I can't I'm, speak today. But I can't speak understand this. I'm I can't understand. If you're the one that's going to be speaking it, <laughs> so why does it need to be tr- perfectly trans... You're the one that's going to be say- saying the words. So there are certain words... words you don't know. So say if I'm got a next... Hey, Inish Tomogin. No, no. I'm on the banks of the Bosphorus here and I'm going to meet a geopolitical analyst who's going to tell me about the st- strategic situation. Oh, yeah. So those were... Do you know what uh, I'm talking about? See, I have, you, uh, you know. know, it's fine. I, I can put that... Know. I hectorise the voiceover, but it goes to the official translators of, for, and TG Cahar. Have Jesus, a, these, you're, you're now an adjective. <laughs> so so there are... Hectorised. TMI is the name of the place in Spittle and there's some brilliant people there. And the beautiful thing is, whatever the show is, You'll have a, you'll form a relationship with one or two of the people that wor- work on the show who have Munster Irish or oh, Northern oh, Irish see, or see, Connemara see, Irish, see. and they'll yes. get they'll get my flow and they'll sort of put that Beautiful. Connemara, and then I'll come back and I'll hectorize it again, and then it'll go out. So, do I feel special when I'm sitting? No, 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 no not mind that anymore. I'm, what I'm curious about now is <laughs> we've done now. I went to, how did you feel looking back on what you've recorded, like uh, and what the editor put together? Um, and when, where, where, where'd you get AIDS again? Uh, Serbia. Serbia. <laughs> uh, all um, all those places, and you're saying oh, I'm meeting this person, I'm meeting that person. Yes. So looking back at it now, on to sit there now oh, to see and it see yeah. to see the the first edited you happy draft. With it? Oh yeah, of Istanbul. It looks fantastic. It's jumping out of the out of the picture, and it's great. Starting off and it finishes on Gallipoli. The last eight oh, yeah. minutes, nine minutes of the show is Gallipoli. It's fantastic. And to put the voiceover on it, and we did Bulgaria as well. So I'm really excited. And it's it's never been as topical with the with the war in Ukraine. So it's great. It's hard to believe that one minute we're there, now it's voiceover, and September, October will be on the on the screens. Wow. You came yeah. in late last night. You wanted to come home. You didn't want to stay in Dublin. Either did I. No. We both drove the long road home from the RDS last night. And he went ahead. Of me. How did she get on? I, now, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, f- great people. Um, on a night out, and I, and I felt a bit sorry for... So I got talking to a few of them beforehand, and it was kind of, you know when women uh, dress up? Yes. You know, a lot of effort into choos- choosing the dress, hair, Makeup. tan, just getting everything the right, dress, the sprays, yeah. everything like that, the shoes, and they're all looking at each other and encouraging one another and spotting dresses. The lads 
it could be at a GAA function or a parent-teacher meeting. They're kind of dressed the same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But the women are, and I got talking to a few of them beforehand and they were just um, nice from young to middle-aged and just the far side of middle-aged women on a night out. It was important. Maybe they wouldn't get a fearsome mountain nights out. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's a, yes. And it's, it's a real treat to stay in a hotel up in Dublin. And, and, and the, but they weren't from Dublin? No, they're from all over the country. <coughs> and, right, okay. and the company that was putting on the thing was paying for them. And these were ordinary, decent, rural people. And uh, a lot of them would have a soft spot for me from the chat show. Yes. They'd be going, oh, Tommy's great now. I didn't, didn't used to like him, but he's actually, yeah. I love the show. I love that. Did you see your one who came on and she was this and yes. she was that? And, and they'd, they'd see me, oh, come over here, Tommy. Sit down beside me. Yeah, well, yeah. the show is just great. And was this beforehand? This is before the show. A, like a mix, you were mixing. I, I was just kind of floating around the edges only to get a kind of smell of the room, you know? Yeah. And then, but my stand up is different. Yeah. <laughs> my stand up is kind of not appropriate. It thrives on the, on the edge. Yeah. It kind of, it's about pushing boundaries. It's about being the kind of the uncontrolled mouth in the room. It's about releasing social tension. Yeah. And they kind of thought you were doing a talk show kind of thing. Or something. So I got up on stage and I was, oh, uh, <laughs> fuck this and fuck that yeah. and look at me arse and big Mickeys and swelled fannies. And, yeah. and I just, because that's the only thing I can do. And I, ju- I just felt sorry for the finger up the bum was it was great. I just felt sorry yeah. for. I, I, it, that's what I, they were probably loving. They were it. loving it. Well, they were loving it because there's a bit of like they, they didn't were, choose to. When people, if people come see me in the they north, for them in they, the they, they they say we're going to see him do stand up. It's not like the chat show. It's going to be a little bit mental and Punchier, a bit off the yeah. cuff and a little bit rude and a little bit, you know. It'll be edgy. Like I said, it's about releasing tension. Yes. So wherever there's tension in the culture, that's what where you're attracted towards. So if there's tension around sex or the Ukraine or fucking wealth or whatever the mm. tension is, you go there and you try and release it by not taking reality seriously. Yeah. And I just think I felt sorry for these women last night because I said, "Oh my god, the lads were the lads were." <laughs> Oh, I'd say the women loved it too. The lads they were pounding the, women the fucking were, table. Were the women drunk or like was people have no, well no, on it by this stage? I, listen, that's but it, I have to was say. Was it early like in the night I was when you came on? 10 o'clock. But I have oh, to right. say we have on my left hand side here and your right hand side, Rita, we have Hector does a fair amount of Nixers as an, <laughs> as an MC, which stands for Master of Ceremonies, but really should be renamed the Minister of Crack. Because Excellent. when Hector does MC, he's absolutely phenomenal. Excellent. The way he got all these kind of overweight strangers just to bond for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> like and you walk in, it, was it, well, it was the RDS for Tommy walking in there. Bet into the dresses there. Bet <laughs> into the 500, 500 retailers in, oh, in the RDS. But it was such a big venue as well because there was loads of people milling around and in a ballroom or where you play in a venue it's quiet, the lights are down, the music starts, Tommy, and you have them, you have them. No, but people choose, them. people people aren't finishing soup. And yeah, it was I like you were doing a cabaret yeah. show like. It was like, yeah, it was do you remember, a matinee. Do you remember that Whatever, show? Hey, it, was, it was brilliant, it was do, a great night. Do you remember that show uh, uh, Sweets MTV used to do this thing called Sweet 16? 
Yes. Where they just go and extravagant birthdays all over the world. <laughs> and they, they did one in Ireland, Dad's. Oh, sorry, didn't you have to do one? No, you no. Did, you did one for your son. Oh, no, no. no somebody no, no. wanted you to somebody do one. Somebody wanted me to do one, but I wouldn't go near him. But I remember that there, were, there was one up, <laughs> up in Louth somewhere and this fella comes on and it's his 16th, oh, birth, yeah. 16th birthday and his dad owns about five garages or something. It was just fucking extravagance. It was fucking, they flew in wrappers from fucking Miami. Oh, and the Isle of Man. Fucking Kenya East. Was that, <laughs> all these, it was make out. Loud. Strippers and fucking everything. The young fellow was there and I said, I don't believe it. I fucking, he says, I feel like I'm the king of Dundalk. I do. <laughs> the king of Dundalk. <laughs> and Range Rovers. And uh, I'm after getting you a Range Rover. Yeah. Oh, classic. It was classic. Oh, Sweet yeah. 16 loud style. That is absolutely but like, brilliant. So be- he, he legged it off stage. Sorry, Lorraine. He legged it. Uh, it was great. It went down brilliantly. And then I had to stay on, do another bit and uh, finish the night. So I was there going, am I going to sleep in a hotel? Or am I going to get back to go for the podcast? And then I just went t- ten past twelve. I'm walking across the little canal at the Herbert Park Hotel, and I knew he was on the road. And it, I just wanted to get in behind him in the car, and we both go on convoy. But then I sent a text. I just needed to know where he was geographically. Rita, how, in the terms uh, scale of one to ten, how safe would you say it is to oh, send a text sake, while you're driving? Come on, uh, nobody to on the read road. a text while you're driving oh, you and hear to reply fucking, to a text you while you're driving. Do you hear the fucking road safety of Ireland? See, here? he wasn't driving, and he was. No, expect- he was driving. I wasn't. I was above you the hotel. I was above the hotel. You were driving. Shut your mouth. I'm only leaving now, and I put leaving in in a Navin accent. Yeah. I said, "Are you past that loan?" I'm only That's leaving it, now, and then I went to have a shower. If I did have a shower, took the suit off, and nothing. So I got into the car and I drove the whole way to Galway. On my own with Carl Murray and the late night Marty and it must say it was the most lovely, surreal soundscape. Carl Murray Carl Murray painted me a beautiful late night full moon soundscape as I drove past Rochford Bridge and Road. Yeah. So basically you're and telling me Tommy didn't text part. you back till this Tommy, morning. Yeah. I don't even Not re- even a fucking I text. saw Tommy in the car last week and I wouldn't even ring him while I was in the car because he wouldn't even have what his time phone. Did you go home Hector, if I texted if I had a uh, texted you back you would have been driving home and you would maybe be going just over the, over the bridge the far side of Athlone the Galway side of Athlone yes you, 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 yeah you, the yeah, far side yeah you would have been driving there listening to Carl Murray and out of the corner of your eye you would have seen an upside down fucking 7 series BMW in a field yeah. with an ambulance around the corner oh I wonder what happened there and it would be because I tried to fucking text you back when I was driving over the bridge like listen I got over the Shannon last night and I said, I've had enough of this. It was like 20 to 2 in the morning. What'd you do? I fucking went in. Took the lad out. And the mother of the And I pulled myself a sunder before Kilrican. That's it, yeah. I know I didn't. If I can come before I get to the toad, the first time the battle is going. And then he says, I know I didn't. I know. Thanks for the clarification. I went into my library on Apple Music and I. Still on the phone. And tell her what I did. I went into the doors live in LA in 1972 and it fucking took me on a journey the whole way to Clare Galway. The doors live loud. A friend of mine used to uh, pull into the layboys and, and pull himself asunder. <laughs> a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Convenient use of a friend there. But I've, I've always been amazed at like how. Like how desperately horny must you be to. Jesus. What would you be? Maybe he was to listening to something. Like an hour erotic. Tape. Like, like Fifty Shades of Grey, the, the audiobook. <laughs> we have that on film. Porn by, tape, by audio. CD, vinyl, DVD. And book. 
Braille, the Braille uh, version. We got home safe and sound. But what time did you get into bed at? That's what I want to know. Uh, I was in bed about a quarter past one, I'd say, maybe. And look at this brightly little head near this morning. Quarter past one. How was your few days, Luisa? I was at a confirmation on Saturday. My nephew, Dara, had his confirmation. What name did the child choose? Well, his name is Dara Michael, and he wanted to pick Jackson, <laughs> but his mother wouldn't allow him. Uh-huh. So he picked Jordan, Michael Jordan. All right, okay. Basketball. It doesn't have to be a saint anymore. I, that's what I said. Saint I like, Jordan. I said, it's a bit rare Why now. does it not have to be a it saint It used anymore? to be always a saint. Who ended that rule change? I don't know if it changed. Mary Lou. Mary Lou brought that in. Yeah. She's, <laughs> a hot, she's a hotline to the church now. <laughs> it's all her There'll be fault. some crack when she's in charge, won't there? <laughs> There'll be some fucking crack be when she's in charge. <laughs> Can't every wait. every house will have a tricolour flying outside of it. And if you don't, fellas, call around and bait the head of you. <laughs> You'll know every lyric oh, of the first verse me. of our on the video. That's it. You may it say, won't, it you won't may, be just the chorus. You, will, you, 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 may say, you may say goodbye to Ireland's call. No, That's a fact. Somebody will be there. Standing. Rory Best can go fuck himself. <laughs> hey, Ireland's call is over. They'll be there They'll be there at a match in in, uh, in, in Monaghan or somewhere. And now, Shas Mighty and I are on the vein. And this young girl, look at the wind blowing. She goes, Shana Fina. And then the sniper will take her out. Get the Fianna Fáil. No more Fianna Fáil. Shana Lecra Fáil. Um, it'll be like when we got those uh, tablets all in the post. Do you remember when there was going to be a... Nuclear war. Yeah. We'll all get a, an Irish flag. Um, It'll be exciting when Mary Lou gets in, I think. The uh, confirmation... Bit of different. We'll have to wait. That mightn't be too long. We'll be able to, we'll be able to talk about it on the podcast yeah. in the next few weeks. Months. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Um the confirmation, right? So the bishop came out and he was all business. And because Darrow was B, he was at the top row. So we were, I was like right in front of the bishop. Interestingly, I know him because I used to work for him a long time ago. For As the, what? Just doing a little bit of PR for him and stuff. PR for the bishop? Yeah. To, uh, helping him out to use his iPhone and tweet. And Deleting pictures and... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the bishop... Um, was speaking, right? How long did you work for the bishop? For? Ah, just yeah, yeah. a couple of months. How did you get a job? Turn eye over his grinder profile. <laughs> How did... Badoo. How did you get a call from the bishop? No, bishop, I just don't think that's suitable. You're like... You're not like, that picture, not you're, that picture. You're like the Ray Donovan then. You're cleaning up 
cleaning up. I can't day. comment on that. I just just a small. <laughs> Did you get a call from the the parochial the house? Bish, the bish, the, the bish, the bish. Me and the bish are go way back. Um. Anyway, so, so what, what was he bishop when you were working from? Yeah. All right. Okay. He's been the bishop since. 1820. Yeah, it's not a great, you can't get out of it. It's like Hotel California. Once you're in, there's no out. Oh, it's an endless, okay. So, um, and did did he pay you? Yeah, of course I got paid. Cash, cash. Holy communion coins. No, the basket money. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday basket. I was relying on big crowds heading to church and it was dwindling, so I had to leave. Um, But he, uh, yeah, so he he was speaking about, you know, now, first of all, can you when you got the pledge for your confirmation? Oh yeah, yeah. I believe mine was a silent pledge. You took it if you chose to take it. Silent did, pledge. Yeah, that's what they did. How long will you stay off? Don't ask it. Yeah, no, but they don't ask you will to you say take it, it out loud. It was fifteen or eighteen, wasn't it? That was eighteen, name. eighteen, right? We had we a choice in, in St Oliver Plunkett's and Avenue. Go fifteen. No, you couldn't. You couldn't drink alcohol till you're eighteen. So how would it be? No, Why you couldn't you have a choice to fifteen, Tommy. Don't be ridiculous. There was bars in Navin that's open for fifteen-year-olds. <laughs> used to be playing, talking about playing pool and having a pint. Yeah. Well, of course, I used I, I fifteen-year-olds only. I, I took the pledge, but then about... Jimmy Fleming's on Trimgate Street. You wouldn't be uh, under-18s only. <laughs> Bottles of baby shampoo. and brow. Um, but I, I, I did take the pledge, but I broke it after about three or four weeks because I used to have bottles of Guinness for my, my dinner. Like, But uh, that was a health. That was for health reasons. Yeah. So the bishop was asking them to take their pledge silently. They didn't have to say, I do or I don't or whatever. But his entire... It was, it was outdated, his speech, because his homily or whatever you call it because it was all about you know alcohol and alcohol and sustaining from alcohol and I'm like they're 12 they're probably fucking smoking dope already yeah. like they need to Ket- trend Ket- it up Ket- ketamine well. is big as with kids as well <laughs> ketamine kids love ketamine <laughs> yeah special K <laughs> they're buying it in bulk at school but you know it's so like I know the church is outdated but like wouldn't you think they'd try and appeal to kids they have them there in the palm of their hands talking to them but anyway there was another priest there I spoke about him a few weeks ago and he came over to me and he says Larita I need to thank you for something and I said God for what and he said you mentioned me on the podcast and I said oh Godfather you're not listening to the podcast are you and he goes no but me, me, me nephew in San Francisco or California or Los Angeles somewhere is listening to it and he told me that you, you mentioned me so thanks a million he and said, was, Father you... Killing he's a lovely he's a great man great Knockmore man um, but he was he was also he's a retired um, Monsignor now but he is always kind of hanging around the Did edge. you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement when you were working with the bishop? Was there any were there any straight were there any legal things that you kind of went oh that's interesting they're moving with the times they're minding themselves no it was all very casual very casual yeah it was all very casual did you work out of the bishop's gaff no I worked in a an institute down beside the church an institute that's what it was called with their big doors lots of doors and windows and little small offices and big offices and. And um, what did you... I, di- I didn't see him all the time. I just saw him once, maybe once a week or so. What sense did you have of the religious life after working at such close quarters with somebody so powerful? In the Are they powerful or like, yeah, I suppose, like is a bishop a powerful figure now in society? Did you think it was a sad life? Or was it... I always think it is. And I pass by his big, massive house. It's so It looks so cold and miserable and mm. dark. And you just think... That's oh, not what Jesus would have wanted. No. Jesus doesn't want, didn't want men living on their own. Well, somebody decided. Tucked away. You know, in and it's awful sad. Like he's so, you know, he's so like friendly and nice and, you know, he's a good talker and he, you know, he's not boring. You know, yes. he's not, 
and you just think, God, like it's such a sad out life for like I was talking to another priest before and he said, like, that's the hardest thing, not being able to have sex, like not being able to be in a relationship with the, with the prisoners. With anyone. Okay. With a female or a male or whatever you yeah. choose to be. So the priest said the hardest thing is not, is not being involved romantically That was a, with a different priest I was talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not easy for them. You know, it is a very, very, like, like, it's a sad life, really. And there's loads of them that have their own interests and they do their own thing and they, yeah. you know, they have crack to a certain element, but they're still going home at night and closing the door and they're there on their own, like. Yeah. And it's not like it used to be the, 40 years ago. Like, they don't all have housekeepers now and, you know, getting... Like, it's a, it's a sad... A you, the, you sat down with the bishop one time. What I was sat it, down what? with Bishop Michael Smith and I had a good old barney with him about taking care of priests and minding priests. And what was your sense of the religious uh, life after talking to him? I, I, I think the average age of a priest in this country is well into his late 50s and 60s. We're, we're going to have to import them from yeah. all. And we are importing See, them. There's, we have two churches in Knockmore now and one of them has... The, church, the priest is retired so the Monsignor is working I said to him God you must be flat out now covering the church and he goes ah no just three days a week and my brother was there with me and he says what are you on a false scheme now Father you're only doing three days a week I said so to he him, just covers three days why don't you give him a company car why have they Wi-Fi in all these buildings? Are there is there heat? When will they be able to marry? And he just said, I said, are you minding the young priests of Mead and Westmead? Are you minding those young priests? Are you making the job attractive? Are you putting it up there as an attractive way of Package. life? Because you're not, and that's the problem. It's not. And I think see, I think it's the other way they should be going to make it more extreme. So that <laughs> no Wi-Fi, no more, car. Yeah, how more a donkey, extreme? A donkey. Could it be? You don't live anywhere. Jesus said live to the, in the church. You don't know you don't live anywhere. You're you're a tramp. You're a you're you just a, have an ass and car. You're a holy fool. You're just some kind of vagrant for Christ on the road. Travelling mendicants. Priests shouldn't fucking live anywhere, shouldn't own anything. Should be walking Get around. Lost you. What staying in do? barns and barns. Can you fucking imagine? Staying it in, in hay sheds. The wild priests of Knockmore. <laughs> Trapes, and that's what, that, that's what, but, so that's what Jesus said to the apostles. He said, just fucking head out there and go walking and go preaching from town to town and don't prepare what you're going to say. In the Gospel of Mark, it says, don't prepare what you're going to say. Just fucking start talking and the Holy Spirit will fill you. Yeah. Go! And that's what they did. They left fucking Jerusalem and Nazareth and they just fucking traipsed around the world. Yeah. They fucking walked as far as Rome, as France. Some of them even made it to England and fucking across to Carrickfergus. They walked to Russia or down to fucking Africa. A couple of them hitched to fucking China. They got boats to South America and they fucking, they walked. They fucking, and none of this bullshit of do you have a housekeeper or none of this bullshit of you can't ride anybody. Jesus said, go, tell them the good news. That's what the gospel stands for. That's uh, the Greek... Good, and what is the good news? The good news is the kingdom of God is inside you and when you die you're going to fucking live in it eternally. So go tell people. What are you fucking looking at me for? Go! Fucking go, go, go! And close the door behind you. Go, go, go! And they went off filled with the fucking fire. You've heard of Pentecost? Yes. Where the fucking, the, the fiery flames of the Holy Spirit came down and singed the heads of the apostles and filled them with the fervour. They said, go speak to the fucking world. They did. You should be a priest. That was the vision, but that was... So the Son of God had that vision for his apostles. A life of adventure and fucking high drama. And the most important message for people to hear ever 
that everything you're looking for is inside you and when you die, you're going to live in eternal bliss. That's the best news anybody could ever hear. He didn't want people to be stuck in a drippy, wet fucking parish in some fucking bogland, living on their own in a drab house full of no colour, wearing black and sensible shoes and driving a fucking <laughs> Fiat Mira Fiori. And they didn't want that. We said, fucking, I came to give you life and life abundantly. So how many priests do you think, with their, with their fucking sad pants and their depressed fucking cardigans, are living an abundant life? Well, some of them are, because you meet them and some of them some are of full them are. of life. Yeah. And Don't disagree with me! <laughs> me and Edgar. I didn't come here to be fucking challenged! <laughs> this is like Do you understand what I'm saying here? Rhetorical questions. I am talking to myself. Do not interrupt. Say the word abundant. Harsh shit. <laughs> Fucking realities. <laughs> Say the word abundance again. Abundance. Very. I came that you may have life and life abundantly. Get me my Bible. Hector, find my fucking Bible. Oh, sir. Wait one moment, sir. <laughs> I'll fucking read you the whole thing from start to finish. Oh, no, please we'll be don't here for a Where month. is it? There's a Bible over Where there. Where is the Holy Bible? Anyway, that's... That, that's Boy! They've become so separated from, from the original Do you think they believe the stuff? Like, he was on about the kids, you know, oh, your parents are great and your families and your sponsors, blah, blah, blah. But the real person that you can go to for advice or the real is the Holy Spirit. And you're kind of like, the Holy Spirit isn't going to fucking tell you to have a drink or stay out longer or come home or go to work or yeah, get a job. because it doesn't matter to the Holy Spirit. But what, like, is it? Like, is it real? Like, is the Holy Spirit there actually guiding them? Like, is it? Like, I... Rita, we're in fairly fucking serious theological territory here. Will I put on the kettle? Yeah, it's a it's a difficult one. Is the Holy Spirit really guiding them? I was at... And then my niece, she's 10, was sitting beside me and I said, are you listening to this? And she goes, no, not really, she said. And he was on about plants and the root of a plant and the roots are the... Holy Spirit, and you're like, nah. I'll, I'll slap the head of that lad. There's a lot of, there's a lot of grey areas there. I'll drive up and I will bait the head of that lad, and I'll tempt a cop on. You should, you should do sermon lessons. You should why do sermon ceremonies. Why sir- doesn't he start a new brethren of travelling? What would your church be called? You'd be like There'd be Ian the flock Paisley. of the flying eagles. That's, yeah. A new that, church by Tommy. But Taylor. it's adventure. It's, yeah, it, no, I know. I see that. It Christ was, spoke adventurously. But they're not adventurous because no. they're caught and they're stuck and they're afraid and they're paralysed and they're this, unsure. This, some of the apostles had fucking their jobs. Like there was two. two they the were po- men of the people. Two, two. But they had jobs. They had jobs. What do you want the fucking parish <laughs> priest to be a mechanic as well? Like. Would you stop? Shut up, will you? <laughs> Go with it. Shut your mouth, fucking Jerusalem, John. They couldn't have like jobs. They couldn't be like running the post office or like being a They mechanic were normal men. Or the a apostles. butcher. The apostles were normal men. They were cobblers and snooker players and everything. Making snooker pills. Okay, okay. That wasn't what I was going to say. Go no, on. I didn't well, think so. Continue. <laughs> what I was going to say was that when Jesus met them, they had jobs. Like there was two of the apostles. They were working with their father, a family business of fishermen. And Jesus said to the two lads, never mind your... Come away fa- from your pots. Yeah, never mind your father and come with me. It was like the X Factor for apostles. <sighs> Britain's got apostles. <laughs> <laughs> and go back. We should do that in Ireland. Ireland's got... Go go where were the other boys working? They were all just... Well, Mechanics and stuff. <laughs> Fixing carts. They were just doing ordinary, whatever people worked at in them days, like uh, carpenters and... Um, 
Oh yeah, sure Joseph was a carpenter. Tailors. Tailors. But Jesus said, leave all that and come with me and we'll go wandering. So what would your sales, sales pitch right be? If Ed Sheeran just was walking around Belfast and he saw a, you know, saw a taxi driver or a fellow working in a clothes shop, you know, and he said, mind that shit. Come with me. I'm going on a world tour. tour. We'll have to crack it. Great. Jesus was the Ed Sheeran of his time <laughs> Just bringing people the, the good news How many years did Jesus tour? He was on the road for three years Is Only that all? Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's some 30 impact 30 to 33 Some impact Some impact You know But it, I, 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 I'm just blown away by how different The scenario of the Gospels was To the reality of church life today It's just Something has fucking died in the spirit of that whole adventure and people aren't thriving but that's as Maureen Gaffney brain. would say they're not flourishing just if I hear that fucking it's, it's all a breakaway they're all breakaway off. groups what? they're all breakaway groups but it doesn't matter the the, 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 the the central message is fucking simple you can be in any group kingdom of God is inside you we're all going to heaven fucking party on yeah it's all you a know? bit yeah it's a bit of a grey area I have to say it's terrible it's um it's a bit like... Do you think there's evil in the world? Oh, there's plenty. Yeah, of, there's, there's, evil. Evil. there's evil everywhere. Evil. There's evil on every doorstep. Everywhere. Oh, there's evil on every corner. Every corner. And there's evil in every parish. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's an evil, there's an evil, there's evil, there's evil lurking. I don't know if there's evil in every village, but there's... What level of evil do you want? Yeah. Level three. What is evil? What, what is evil? What is evil? What, is, is, what evil, is, evil, evil? is evil pulling out, walking by a load of cars and kicking the wing mirrors like the other day in Galway? Is evil getting a load of bins and spewing them out in the ground? Is no, that that's e- different. Is that delinquency? Is what is evil? Evil is, is thriving is, on other people's pain, causing and relishing their discomfort do you th- and suffering. That's evil. Evil is purposely creating harm pain for other people how can you how yeah. like like de- like deliberately going i'm going to and and not in a way where you'd be doing it because you're just a bit fucked up or you're just a bit but actually known in a very cold and calculated way i am going to for no it's like it's like women <laughs> women why is women evil women just aren't wait, evil. wait wait wait, 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 wait till he makes the statement it was. Why are you down my throat like a <laughs> fucking perimenopausal nun? <laughs> Go on. It's like women who pick up cats and throw them into dustbins. Remember that was in the news a few weeks ago. Yeah. This woman got a cat and just fucked it in the bin. An and she awful, was, an and awful she was evil act. And she walked off then fiddling with herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's evil. Evil is a bit more than that. That's evil, but it's not like. Evil festers in fest, evil festers in small roads and small country parishes, doesn't it? Yes, yes. 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 Evil, but like I don't, I, 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 we're not an evil society, are we? We're not evil. I don't there. know, Hector. You asked, is there evil? We don't around? have. You tell me, we're evil. Gone an awful. Um, evil is on Netflix. If you want, there's it. an awful lot we're of gun crime in America at the again at the minute. Another splurge of splurge, a splurge, a splurge of shooting. Splurge. Eighteen years of age. It's, it's terrible there. But is evil? Is evil? That's being, evil. Is evil being fed to us on everything we're consuming in the in the, in the Netflix? And Whatever divides us is evil. Whatever divides us. Whatever brings us together is good if it divides us. So what in culture war separates us, divides us, 
turns us into enemies. Money divides. Money divides yeah. everything. Yeah. Fucking wealth and money divides. How that? long would it be now? Money is the root. How long will you be waiting for your check from that corporate last oh, night? I got it in the bank last <laughs> night. I pulled into a, a fucking lay-by between two trucks and went, bing-bing. Yeah. Well, you got paid last night, the two nabs. Did you ever, did you ever, did you ever have a wank to your bank account? <laughs> Was it be like at the ATM machine yeah, or just, on uh, the displayed balance <laughs> and then get the lad out? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, there's there's no, people like that. People if you fucking, say, "Oh, look at that! Look at that!" If you say that <laughs> we're, we're talking about evil, there, but I want to flip That's it. Evil, I want to flip it on its side here, and it's something that obviously this podcast has brought a lot of joy and happiness and laughter to people, and it has. I love that. Yes. But I saw the other day it was fucking beautifully put, and I'll, I want to bring this up. It said laughter. Is the is sun that drives the winter from your face. And I fucking saw it and I wrote it down when I saw it. And I said, they love this it in the hen house. Take it one more time and I want you to dissolve this all over your brains. Laughter is the sun that drives the winter from your face. Fuck me, Pink, what a statement. Do you like that statement, Tommy? I do, I love it. Too. I don't yeah. know who wrote it or where they come from. Drive the winter you get that off your face. Tattoo next to Do some it? people have the winter on their face? Some people are constantly miserable, yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. you can't help them. And some people don't want any crack at all. No. no. And Tommy is ver- veers on that, like side of things sometimes you know he likes the crack but he likes being in the dark places most of the time yes he likes he, the winter there a Risha, lot. <laughs> there like, 40, he loves that, winter there was 40,000 people at Ed Sheeran at the weekend is that all yeah each, each night 40,000 yeah yeah I had a million people each night <laughs> in the room I know and you had them and all and they weren't there because I'm depressing yeah no no so no you're not depressing when you're on stage no you're not depressing at so all should, yeah. on stage yeah never yeah Never depressed. Just, it's you, just when he comes off stage and he sits on his own in his boxer shorts in the hotel. It's just these, yeah, exactly, drinking pints in the lift and so he doesn't have to talk to anyone. Porter tears falling off me, <laughs> lovely lad. Did you have any Guinness in the bedroom? Yes, I did, yep. I Not watched. in the bedroom, please. Tell me you went to a pub and you had a pint. Will you please? You're breaking my heart. I can't cope with this. Stop. Oh, you wouldn't have heard tears like this since fucking Riders to the Sea by John Millington Singh. <laughs> Please, please don't tell me you went I back went to the fucking Europa Hotel and sat up in the bed and fucking drank a pint. Please, please. The crown was across the road. Please tell me you went there for a pint. I popped into the crown for two pints. And did you just sit in a little booth or did you sit at the bar? I, I sat on me old in the booth and I had my tour manager stand outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, don't let anybody in. And I was there in the nip. So it was the same as being in the bed. Dipping me lad in the pint. What? The same I know thing. I had I went, I went out socialising you did it was good yeah, yeah. wow good. I'm impressed Jesus Christ that's that's, that's what part progress. of the, what part of the country brings you this weekend this weekend I am Limerick Limerick Ennis and then I'm three nights in Derry after that so that'll be that's a, it's a good weekend for Derry me. Saturday yeah um, be that'll be good and mm. your Derry girls will be over and everyone will be mad for Derry Derry Derry, Derry and I have to give a big shout out to uh, I saw on some of the newspaper things that conversations with friends was getting a bit of Oi, a fucking a grilling no a grilling I thought it's only starting and I just want to say that for people to don't mind those young Egypts who are writing for those newspapers conversations with friends is fantastic slow deep mournful, serious. They just don't get it. Complicated fucking television. You just relax into it. You fall into it like a huge soup of soul. So I'd encourage you 
to don't mind the fucking Egypt journalists who have to as my father says paper never refused ink yes. and rubbish yes. expands ah, to yeah, fill yeah. every space that's available yes. to it I would urge you that's only uh, starting isn't it some of these journalists don't have the maturity to appreciate exactly. what it is and it's slow soulful complicated dramatic television and I can I can only recommend it to you so that's all from us today everybody if you have enjoyed this episode please uh, be sure to go to our subscriber episode which is out every Monday go to Acast Plus on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.